0: Hi, welcome to In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah. I'm Kelly. And I'm Savannah. Are you interested in learning about
1: conspiracy theories, but you're way too lazy to research them yourself? So are we, but we're very
0: generous and we're here to do the work for you.
1: So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy listening to everything from JFK's assassination to Demi Lovato's twin sister who's trapped in a basement. hello
0: i was literally waiting for you to say (laughs) because you complained about it last time that's all you have to say (laughs) hello in a monotone voice good evening ladies and gentlemen kelly and savannah here coming at you not live with another podcast episode
1: Savannah, what are we talking about no, today? No, kind of you have to
0: introduce the podcast. Oh, first. oh,
1: sorry. This is In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah. I'm Kelly. I'm Savannah. I am mm-hmm. an okay. Oh, okay. I wonder, do you think people confuse our voices or do you think they know? Because I feel like sometimes I confuse oh, podcast yeah. voices. Uh, I don't think anyone listens to this. That's true. <laughs> our friends know our
0: voices and they're the only ones who listen. Me, maybe my mom. <laughs> She's a little biased. <laughs> uh, anyway, today we're talking about how how a mattress firm is actually a front for a money laundering business.
1: And if you're wondering what money laundering is, don't worry.
0: I didn't either. <laughs> we know. And we already knew. We knew the whole time. And that's how we know to tell you what it is. Yep, exactly. Of course. So a little background. Well, first of all, we'll give you our sources, which are... Oh, Wikipedia. Oh, Wikipedia. Um,
1: a business insider article by Mary Henberg. Fre- Br- henbury you're right i'm just
0: just off your game today it's kelly. literally
1: been a, the longest day of my life just okay, kidding cool. i had to spend it with savannah yeah well um i
0: had to spend it with myself so <laughs> it's pretty rough
1: freakonomics episode 251 is that a podcast mm-hmm. okay int comp.org wbur.org um which was an article by so. megan b kelly and then a moneycrashers.com article Nice. And that
0: was all of our sources. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about this thing called Mattress Firm. Mattress Firm was founded. I was going to ask you, have you ever been into a mattress firm? Probably, but I would like all mattress companies are the same to me. (laughs) I agree. Okay. So Mattress Firm was founded on July 4th, Independence Day, 1986 in Houston, Texas, where the headquarters are still to this day. Interesting. Interesting. Until 2018, the company operated more than 3,600 locations in 48 U.S. states. On October 5th, 2018, Mattress Firm filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, and they ended up closing around like 600 stores before coming out of bankruptcy, and they are the largest specialty mattress retailer in the U.S.
1: So even after closing 600 stores, they still had 3,000.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. That's a lot of stores.
1: Okay. So before we get into the conspiracy, I'm just going to try to briefly explain what money laundering is. Okay. So the definition is it's a term used to describe the process by which criminals disguise the original ownership and control of the money from from criminal acts by making the money appear to have derived from a legitimate source. Um, common techniques, and it's a common technique used by financial criminals to hide illegal gains. Okay. Even after that definition, I was still like, I totally, literally, totally don't literally now. <laughs> absolutely. I, I immediately no, absolutely, immediately, <laughs> immediately now. So this one, um, so the, the website moneycrasher.com had a really good quick example of, you Crasher. yeah, I know it was money crasher. No. I, I don't know how to type. Okay. So basically oh, nice. I'm going to give you this example and I think this helped a lot. Me understand it at least. My small brain. Okay, so you run an illegal drug ring.
0: And you bet I do. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well.
1: Yeah. Okay, and the money that you get from it is too big to conceal from the IRS without raising suspicion. So you're like, what the heck am I going to do with all this money so mm. they don't suspect me? So you begin putting your money into a legitimate seeming enterprise, a.k.a. a neighborhood pizza joint owned by you or a loyal associate. So your pizza parlor might look perfectly normal restaurant. It has customers and good pizza, but it's actually a front for your primary economic activity, which is your drug ring. Um, But you can't obviously list your drug ring on your tax return or bank account. (laughs) So the money you get from the drug ring, you route most of the money um, through the pizza parlor. So you spend the money on kitchen equipment, food products, all the things to like run this, this pizza business. So once the money's on the restaurant's balance sheets, the illicit funds like commingle with the money from the legitimate company, aka the pizza parlor. And so it's difficult and nearly impossible to determine whether the given expense involves illegal or legit funds. Um, The answer is probably both, and that's the whole point. It's Mm -hmm. to uh, untrained observers, you're running a very successful above-board business, um, and because it looks like you're all fine, you feel safe extracting incomes from the parlor, even though much of it came from, you know, your drug ring. Mm -hmm. So, did that make sense? Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. And I think the term laundering means, like, you make the money clean, uh, That's kind of where the term comes from. Yeah. Okay.
0: You're not putting it through the washing. <laughs> <cycle.
1: laughs> right. Um, and then hundreds of billions of dollars of criminally derived money is laundered through financial institutions annually. Wow. So I think this is more common than we know. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. So here's where the conspiracy that Mattress Firm is laundering money um, came from. So in 2018... A user on Reddit commented on a thread called, What conspiracy theory do you 100% buy into and why? And in this comment, he claimed that Mattress Firm, the largest specialty mattress retailer in the US, we already said, sorry, I obviously copied and pasted this, (laughs) is a money laundering operation, and it went viral, but it has since been deleted. But the original comment stated, Mattress Firm is some sort of giant money laundering scheme. They are bleeping everywhere and always empty I remember seeing four mattress firms on each corner of an intersection once and there's just no way there's such a demand for mattresses which is true you yeah. don't buy mattresses very often
1: so they say what every eight years you're supposed yeah, to buy a mattress but like I've heard that the mattress people have made that up so they'll get you to come back like so it, you don't even need to so often. I don't really think it's that often wow. I, I haven't I can't remember I've never bought a mattress in my adult life
0: where do you, where, where did you get your mattress? So,
1: I mean, obviously my parents bought my bedroom mattress. And then when I went to college, my aunt had an extra mattress and that's the mattress I use to this day.
0: Nice. So actually, my mommy bought my mattress too. (laughs) (laughs) Mattresses are expensive. They are.
1: Gio bought a mattress and it was like
0: $8,000. Oh my gosh. Maybe it wasn't that
1: much. It definitely was not that much it was in the thousands of dollars mm-hmm. it was very expensive but he got like a fancy one i don't know
0: i mean i need to sleep on a cloud personally so he got the one lunch. that like
1: adjusts like you can move it up and down
0: oh that would and be my parents expensive. have
1: one like that too theirs is nice what's the
0: like what's the big podcast casper like casper's a big uh, podcast sponsor yeah anyway this Scott podcast <laughs> is brought to you by casper casper please sponsor us ready and willing over we here.
1: like to sleep on a cloud
0: and we will like money yes but we don't like to launder it Yay! unless you're into that kind of thing uh, <laughs> i would maybe if the
1: benefits are good yeah. we're just kidding just kidding the cia don't come for don't us don't come
0: for us please uh so rest this but the, yeah but the cia the they've C- got the secret tap into this The
1: sec <laughs> just throwing out <laughs> <laughs> the adc abc
0: So the Reddit thread exploded and people started offering their own conspiracies about mattress firm. Some Reddit users argued that there are too many mattress firm stores, especially given that it's stock, that it stocks a product that people typically buy every seven to 10 years. Yes.
1: Completely agree.
0: One user asked, why would some, okay. So anyway, this is kind of one user, like they're, they're really like one Reddit user. Yeah. One Reddit user. They commented on this comment and this is kind of their train of thought. They said, why would, why would a money laundering operation benefit from having many copies of the same store open right next to each other?
1: I've always wondered that, and I kind of talk about that when we go into, like, the truth, quote-unquote, okay. but it still is sketchy to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess you're knocking out competitors, but that, anyway. Yeah. So someone responded, multiple stores equals more places to shuffle money between and more sources for fake money to appear to come from close together equals land is, a, land is cheap in that area and or they only need to bribe one council if they want to do anything dodgy and or they can share assets between sites, particularly if they don't do a lot of real business, which requires it. Plus, they might be able to do things um, like get cheaper land or rent if they only have to maintain one of the sites in mm-hmm. full working order. For example, if none of the plumbing has to work in one site, as long as the employees can technically access the other close-by site or, like, the back room of, you know, the business for one is used for storage and then the other site's back rooms are used for dot, 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 other things. Right.
1: Okay, so two questions. Mm -hmm. Are the mattress firm employees in on it?
0: Um... That's a lot of people to keep a secret. Yeah.
1: So that's probably not all of employees. them. Yeah. But also, so some like plumbing at some mattress firm stores just don't work.
0: I think that's just an example of like why. I mean, maybe.
1: Interesting. Now we have to go to every mattress firm
0: and see if the plumbing works. <laughs> okay. Tell me how that goes. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so mattress firm actually does have some legit sh- sketchy stuff. Yeah. So in October, um, of 2018. Uh, yeah, I think it was a couple years ago. Mattress Firm filed a lawsuit against two former in-house real estate executives and an external broker and a group of developers, accusing them of conspiring to make Mattress Firm aggressively expand open stores in lo- expensive locations and sign leases above market rates. So, Mattress Firm alleges in the lawsuit that the two former employees were receiving kickbacks and bribes from the broker and developers in exchange for business to financially enrich themselves at the company's expense. It described the arrangement as a nationwide bribery kickback and fraud scheme. So, the two former executives who were in on this, Bruce Levy and Ryan Vincent, were hired by a Mattress Firm in 20, 2009 and 2010 respectively to run the company's store growth strategy. And the lawsuit says that Levy and Vincent encouraged Mattress Firm to hire Alexander Deitch a broker at Collier's International Atlanta to become its master broker and be responsible for identifying and evaluating and brokering new site locations. And they were responsible for recommending which stores to open, which leases to sign, what the terms of those leases should be, which construction budgets to approve, which store leases to renew, and which stores to close, according to the court filing. Mm -hmm. And about 1,500 stores were open during this time, and hundreds more had their leases renewed, which is a lot And a representative for Collier's declined to comment to Business Insider, which is where this information is coming from. Um, So the lawsuit alleges that Deitch gave bribes such as expensive watches, cash, and trips around the world to Levy and Vincent to maintain his relationship as their broker. Mm. It says Levy allowed Deitch to profit from the expansion by secretly owning stores leased to Mattress Firm, charging developers phony fees that drove up rental prices. Dutch Deutsch's Deutsch, Deutsch. Deutsch, Deutsch. um, countersuit alleges that Mattress Firm's management team, including um, its current CEO, Steve Stagner, not only knew about these deals, but encouraged them. And the countersuit claims that this was all part of the company's plan to dominate the market and wipe out all the competition. And that Mattress Firm's strategy was to have one store per 80,000 people mm. to, garni- to garner 40% of the market.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: So the South African retailer Steinhoff bought mattress firm for bought mattress firm for three point mm-hmm. eight billion dollars in twenty sixteen. Before this all happened, mm-hmm. and at the time, analysts were skeptical about why Steinhoff had forked over so much for a business increasingly threatened by new startups like Casper. Mm-hmm. Or that's actually the one we were talking about, right? Casper. Yeah. What
1: I can't really think of any other mattress stores.
0: Um, I
1: know. Mattress Barn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can definitely picture them in my mind being, like, right next to a mattress firm, but I can't think of the names.
0: I don't, I don't know. know. A, quick, a quick Google search will... Yeah, yeah. I just at. didn't know if
1: you knew off the top of your head. No.
0: And when I was researching this, they bought other, like, other companies, yeah. and I recognized a couple of them. What names. was the
1: website you got your mattress from for college? Because I remember, like, when you moved into the apartment. Oh, because they delivered it? Yeah.
0: I could not tell you. I don't
1: know. I just remember, like, I think my... It doesn't matter.
0: So, toward the end of 2017, Steinhoff's stock price tanked by as much as 62% in one day, wiping out $15 billion of its market value. Um, And the company postponed publishing its full-year accounts that year, citing accounting irregularities as two top executives and chairmen have resigned. Ouch. So, that's just a little sketchy stuff.
1: Okay. So... Um, I'm basically going to go into like the, some three. Okay. So this one article I read, the article by Megan B. Kelly, um, for WBUR.org, basically split mattress firm being super sketchy into three categories. And I really liked how she did it. So I'm just going to copy her. <laughs> um, so she basically gave these three factors why they're sketchy, but also why it's probably not money laundering. Okay. So, number one, there's so many freaking stores, which is true and we've talked about. So, having stores next to each other might just be a reasonable strategy. Seth Mashman, who works for an investment firm, spent a lot of time um, talking to people in the mattress industry. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) That's how I want to spend my time. Uh Um, And he says, uh, quote, their stated premise strategy is called relative market share. So they want to be the leading market share player in any given local market so they can drive economies of scale in advertising as well as in distribution. Um, So they're essentially trying to be your first choice when you're buying a mattress by being your only choice. I mean, that's
0: a pretty common strategy just to to knock out all the competition. Yeah, I
1: mean, Amazon, Netflix, like, it's very... Yeah. um, And also, I do feel like there's lots of specific stores really close to each other.
0: When you say specific.
1: Like, I'm trying to think. But I feel like you see one like nail salon and then there's another one right there. You know For what I sure. mean? Like And I've
0: noticed that with mattress stores of like definitely mattress brands. a lot of
1: mattress stores are right and next I guess to each if other. You're,
0: you know, got three mattress firms right next to each other, you can't have that property taken up by competition. Right,
1: exactly. Um but God, it's expensive to keep those stores open, especially if people like aren't buying mattresses. Yeah. Um okay. Not if you don't
0: have plumbing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little cheaper.
1: Yeah. And there's always like one employee in the mattress yeah, firm, it's like empty. yeah. Um, so the chain bought, um, so mattress firm bought another chain called Sleepys in 2015, and after that, um, after that acquirement acquisition, Nice. acquisition, Great word. they controlled more than 25 percent of mattress sales in the country. But it all went downhill from there. Um, so this is a little bit of what Savannah talked about, but Mattress Firm is suing two of the real estate executives that were previously fired from the company. They claim those two executives were scheming to cash in on some of the real estate deals and that the company had to sign really long leases and overpay for locations. So it seems like these have some financial issues, but n- not money laundering issues. Right. Um, the second uh, sketchy thing is their tricky marketing, which isn't just to Mattress Firm, like every... I feel like. Every retail store does this. Yeah. Um, so they mattresses have huge markups, so around 50% for most stores, which is insane. Um, and Mattress Firm, like many retailers, uses the techniques like saying sale. Mm-hmm. So everything's on sale, and so you feel better about spending $2,000 on something if it was previously marked as 4000 um, um,
0: so, you know, who is like the worst about doing that is Kohl's. Have you ever noticed that? Literally, there's a, like an electronic sign. About yeah. Every single thing. And I'm like, Kohl's, it's just like, you're already affordable. You're fine. Like you don't have to Hon- justify mm,
1: something they, that Kohl's can be. Expensive. Oh yeah.
0: I mean. Yeah, because they also have, like, celebrities, like, Lauren Conrad's, like, collection Her or clothes
1: aren't that expensive, but they but have nice. Nike, and, like, Nike's expensive. But,
0: anyway, every single thing is, like, previously was this, and now it's this, and I'm, like, it was never that. It yeah, was never that I know. I
1: always say, like, if you ever buy anything full price at Kohl's, you're doing something wrong, because it's always think on is sale. I anything. There have been things. Of course, the things I like are, like, sometimes full price.
0: I think the world will one day run on an economy exclusively <laughs> with Kohl's cash. <laughs>
1: Honestly, Cole's cash is worth what more you, than the one dollar bill. What if guy
0: took you out on a date and then at the end he went to pay and he asked the waiter if they took Cole's cash? What would I you marry him. Me too.
1: But I think of like when we worked at Old Navy, I worked at Old Navy. I know you worked there too. But we didn't did work Navy. there together. We did not. Like I wish
0: we did. People, we would have burn that bitch to the ground.
1: <laughs> Would have folded those jeans so nicely. We wouldn't have gotten anything done. We probably would
0: have gotten fired.
1: No, definitely. Um, but, you know, they would have the signs on the store oh, like yeah. 70% off, but in the small text above it, up to 70% and off. And then
0: everybody would come up to the counter and say, why isn't this 70% off? And I'd say, read the fine print. Yeah, and then they'd get mad at me.
1: And I'm like, ma'am, do you think I'm designing do you think that? that me, Kelly Old
0: Navy <laughs> did this to you. Me. Job. Still in <laughs> high school. I <you laughs> really think that I marked this up. Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So um, tricky marketing, but not money laundering. Yeah. And they're not the only ones that do that. It's not just a mattress firm thing. Okay. So they also have some legal issues. So this, um, they've had lots of issues. They have finance issues, legal issues. Okay. So mattress firm is owned by Steinhoff International, which, which you said. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the second biggest furniture retail company in the world after Ikea, um, and Steinhoff is the subject of a massive and criminal investigation. So Steinhoff is based in South Africa. They've been there since 1996 when the company's founder, Bruno Steinhoff, moved there from West Germany. Steinhoff is one of the biggest companies on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Johannesburg. Johannesburg. Is that? That's a city in South Africa, mm-hmm. right? Um, stock exchange. They employed 50,000 people in South Africa. Their top executives spent very lavishly in public with yachts and expensive cars and all that. But no one in South Africa seemed to care until December 5th, 2017, when Marcus Juiced, the CEO, resigned completely out of the blue. So it turns out that Steinhoff may have been brushing some financial irregularities under the bed for years. Um, the South African police is now looking into alleged fraud and it's facing pros from regulators and investigation investigators around the world. And when Juice resigned, it triggered the biggest collapse in South African corporate history. Wow. Yeah. While authorities investigate the company, Steinhoff itself has hired auditors to look into the apparent fraud at the company and track down who did it. There are also questions about the taxes it did or did not pay.
0: <laughs> Show us the receipts, Steinhoff. Yeah,
1: right? <laughs> um, we still don't know the full extent of what happened. But weirdly, back in August 2016, um, Steinhoff made what looked like a very stupid move by buying mattress firm for one or two point four billion dollars, more than twice what the company was worth. Which that's sketchy.
0: Super sketchy. Yeah.
1: It's like, why would you buy for for something it's have they ever watched Shark Tank? Like you gotta value these things. Um so right after Steinhoff made that purpose, Juiced, who was the CEO who resigned, had a big falling out with one of the major suppliers of mattress firm, Temper Sealy, mm-hmm. both which hurts the company's sales. And Temper Sealy, obviously, is the Tempur-Pedic mattress company. Sealy is... Sealy is also a mattress company, right?
0: But they're separate, but it sounds like they're the same. I think... Two different types of mattress.
1: Maybe. Um, like and, one parent company, I guess. Yeah, I think maybe... So, Tempur-Sealy is suing Mattress Firm now for selling a mattress that sounds and looks just like a Tempur-Pedic mattress. Mm -hmm. So, again, weird legal issues, but no real evidence of money laundering.
0: Is Mattress Firm a... Do they stock other brands of mattresses, or do they sell Mattress Firm brand mattresses?
1: I think they stock other brands of mattresses. Mm -hmm. So, like...
0: But they now have their own that's just also... Well, they probably don't
1: stock Tempur-Pedic anymore. They just stock their own. Yeah. But my, my parents used to have a tempur and it was so
0: nice. Oh, didn't realize you were rich. I don't, I mean,
1: they got it after our, our house. We were bur- comfortable. No, they got it after our house burned down, so they didn't pay for it. Nice. The insurance paid for it.
0: And that was all fraud. They did it just for yeah, the insurance yeah, they,
1: money. They did it just for the Tempur-Pedic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I burned my own house down <laughs> for the mattress. What of it?
1: Oh, my gosh. There's this really funny story. So when... Um, I remember going into, like, the mattress store with my parents when we were, like, buying our new mattresses, like, after everything. You didn't want
0: to sleep on crispy, burnt-up Well, no, like I
1: mean, we were in an apartment, no, so we were, like, like buying mattresses for when our house was, like, ready. Yeah. And my parents just wanted to get me and my brother the same one. But I, they, they wanted to get this really uncomfortable one, and I was like, no, I want this one. And, of course, it was more expensive, but Way to go, really. I made, I threw, like, a fit about it in the store, so they... Probably not a fit, but I was just like, meh, I want this one. Yeah. And so. And I said, what
0: Kelly wants, Kelly gets. Exactly. <laughs> so I
1: got like this nice, and I it's still my mattress at home. Is
0: it, do you prefer soft versus hard? I'm
1: soft. wanna soft. I'm soft
0: too. I, want to, I literally want to sink into it. And right. be buried in Same. The and that's probably why
1: I have back pain sometimes. <laughs> also, how I sit when I work from home. I literally like I'm laying down <laughs> and like typing on my laptop. Super healthy. Yeah. For yeah. For sure. Um, so, and, like, we sold those mattresses in our, in, like, my parents' house today. Mm. And my brother's bed is so much less comfortable than mine. Mine it's is so much better.
0: Because he's not a freaking brat.
1: Yeah, but also, harder mattresses are probably better for you yeah. in the long run. Um, yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> I remember.
1: <laughs> um, Jordan's mattress at her...
0: On her know, We have a friend who can literally sleep on anything, <laughs> and she had this mattress that just came with her apartment one time when she lived in <laughs> Kentucky for a semester. No, it was and, in Gainesville. Oh, but no, her Kentucky mattress was. Oh, worse. I never. Was you could feel K- the springs. Same. The it. thing
1: was her Gainesville one. It was awful. I slept there like twice, and I was like Jordan.
0: You what need to the get heck?
1: a mattress. <laughs> She's like, oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> She would also sleep on the floor so she would be able to wake up for exams because she would be I too comfortable.
0: woke up one night in our dorm and Jordan was not in her bed. She was on the floor and I was like, did she fall? I don't know. <laughs> did roll off? So in the morning I asked her and she was like, no, I just knew that I would have such a hard time getting out of bed in the morning if I slept in my bed. So I slept on the floor so it would be easier to wake up. Honestly,
1: I, like, I feel that these days. It's so hard so to get out of my bed in the morning. I just
0: like, pop up full of energy actually. You know, I. <laughs> no, Kelly wakes up filled with a rage that at me, directed at me. That's what gets it's her out so of bed in the morning. It's so true. Yeah. This is a short no, episode.
1: Uh, we're really just
0: dragging it out. What gets me out of
1: bed in the morning is the urine in my bladder yes, that I need to
0: fair. release. <laughs> yes,
1: this is was a short episode. Okay, what do you think? Money laundering or not?
0: Nah? Honestly, kind of.
1: I feel like it's one of the more realistic ones we've talked about so far.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I don't think it's true, but I see the appeal, and mattress firm just seems weird AF. So I get it. Yeah. But I don't really actually think it's money laundering.
0: I I think it could be
1: really like legitimately.
0: No. (laughs) I just really want to believe one of these. I know.
1: I mean, we got to. I
0: don't know. Mermaids. Oh yeah definitely real
1: we got to talk about mermaids yeah we gotta we gotta make that one
0: for sure for sure anyway i hope you enjoyed that every every single time i'm like so inconclusive i'm just left with more questions
1: i i mean i feel like i feel like that's the point of this is to just speculate also do you think us two dumb girls are gonna be able to solve a conspiracy we saw doing minimal
0: (laughs) research <laughs> Copying, pasting <laughs> other people's research right. into a Google Doc. Well, we well, we did solve Bonnet's murder. Oh, that's true. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say so. It was the brother. Wait, write us,
1: write to us, and tell us what your mattress is like. I'm curious.
0: I don't care. <laughs> Describe write to it to Kelly, me. not to be, I don't care. <laughs>
1: My phone number is.
0: <laughs> My social security <laughs> number and credit card number is. Um, anyway, follow us on Instagram at Savannah. Send us an email at at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash InkahootsCallianceSavannah. And refer
1: us to a friend.
0: Refer us to a friend. Yep. And Tell one
1: person about this podcast.
0: Subscribe to the podcast. Yes.
1: And review.
0: Smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Smash it.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's our podcast. So as we like to say around here, trust trust no one. one. Bye. Bye. I'm ready to eat some ice cream. Okay. Let's go. (laughs) Okay.